Welcome to Beneath the Maze. I'm your host, BP Murray. Thanks for tuning in. This week's episode is probably my best work yet. A few updates before we get started. To date, Season 1, Episode 2, The Lost, is my most viewed episode, in large part because it is on Rumble and has been for the last three months or so. But Episode 3, The Jester's Wheel, is my most listened to episode on RSS feed. The writing on the wall tells me that my Rumble audience wants to see the Jester's Wheel on Rumble, so I'm going to put that together and release it sometime over the weekend. Alright, now for this week's episode. I've got a stick of dynamite for you tonight. We'll kick off the episode in response to a disturbing video I saw on YouTube. So let's jump right in to Season 2, Episode 5, Checkmate. The video, which I will play for you, portrays a transgender teacher who said that 6 out of 25 kids were removed from the teacher's class immediately after the parents of these 6 kids saw the trans teacher. And this teacher didn't think it was okay for the parents to do this. Here is the video take a listen. The first day I had 25 students. By day two, I had 19 because six parents switched out of the class because they saw me and they were like, there's no freaking way before I even got a word in. Do I think that it is okay for a parent to see me and go, not around my kid? No, I don't think that's okay. I feel like that's really crossing the line. It's Here lies the major problem that no one is talking about. This teacher is a walking, talking advertisement for the transgender ideology. It doesn't take a genius to know that you are a man dressed as a woman, and the kids certainly know. And so even if you made no reference to it whatsoever, as a teacher, you are an influencer. And kids absorbing you as a whole will inertly absorb that, cha that changing genders is normal and it absolutely is not. Some will say, okay, transphobe, would you pull your kids out of a class taught by a gay person or a black person? What are you, a racist and homophobic too? They always do this. That's always the talking point. No, I wouldn't pull my kids out of a class with a teacher who has a dark skin tone. And as for the gay, te gay teacher, my short answer is no, but I'll explain further. A gay teacher a gay teacher is not a walking talking advertisement for homosexuality. They could talk about being gay and have a gay flag in their classroom. This would change my thought process if I knew it was happening. But any teacher, gay or straight, can at any time talk about something that I might strongly disagree with or hang something on their wall that I strongly disagree with. The transgender teacher is a walking talking promotion for the transgender ideology, even without pictures on the wall or talking about transgender ideas. This is in stark contrast to what is legally allowed in schools, and it needs to go to the Supreme Court ASAP. Let me explain why. Hey, far left, do you have a problem with a public school teacher showing up to teach with a shirt that says, God is real? You do? Why? Well, because the teacher is an influencer and not everyone believes in God, and the teacher would be promoting their religious beliefs. 
really. Exactly. They decided to take God out of the schools, remember? This happened about 60 years ago. And there has since been litigation in reference to this. A federal court ruling in 2007 said, quote, Teachers and other public school employees have no right to make the promotion of religion a part of their job description, and by doing so, precipitate a possible violation of the First Amendment's Establishment Clause. And for those of you who are under, unfamiliar, the First Amendment Establishment Clause prevents the government from establishing a religion. And so it is a law, backed by case law, backed by Supreme Court decisions, that a teacher at a public school cannot promote their beliefs onto others. In my opinion, men wearing dresses promotes their belief onto others. That's my problem with the transgender teacher. Kids know you are a man dressed as a woman, or vice versa. If that were not the case, if the kid couldn't tell, then I might not have an issue with it. But probably 99 times out of 100, they can tell. Put it this way, if I can tell, the kids can tell. So I'm with the six who pulled out their kids from the, from the teacher, and quite frankly, I'm surprised 19 stayed. The number of kids that should be in this classroom is exactly zero. Nada. Double goose egg. And furthermore, I've got a question for this teacher. Do you ask your students to call you miss? I'm sure the answer is yes. So you are actively requesting kids to call you miss when they know you're a man. Checkmate corruption. You are asking kids to go along with your beliefs, period. Let's try this. Before you speak to me, I want you to say, God is amazing. And not doing so is disrespectful to me. Why won't you comply? Oh, because you don't believe in God. Oh, okay. Well, I don't believe you are a woman, so I will not call you miss or she. And I do not expect my children to either. Forcing them to participate in something that they do not believe is in total violation of the First Amendment. And by doing so, you are promoting your beliefs onto kids. Checkmate. So you see now that there is already, there's already a dress code or certain things you can't wear as a public school teacher cannot do as a public school teacher, and I believe that having men wear dresses and dictating onto kids that they must call you miss when they know that you're a man wearing a dress, I believe that's in violation of the First Amendment, and I think the Supreme Court of the United States would agree with me. Then you might say, oh, well, you don't think trans people should be allowed to teach at a public school? Uh, well... Let's put it this way. I think there should be a dress code for teachers in public schools, and there already is a dress code, as I explained. And I don't think teachers should be dictating what kids should call them if it is, in fact, false or if, if it goes along with a belief system that parents do not believe in. I think that's a problem. I think men should wear men's clothes and women should wear women's clothes. I know it's a crazy right-wing idea, isn't it? See, there's two sections in clothing stores across the country. 
There's a men's section where you find men's clothes and a women's section where you find women's clothes. That's how I typically shop is I look for the men's section because I'm a dude. But don't worry, coming soon to a theater near you, one of the woke clothing chains will remove the men's section and the women's section to eliminate this talking point. You know, to be more inclusive. You heard it here first. I called it March 16th, 2023. The left will push to eliminate men's and women's clothing sections in clothing and shoe stores. See, this is why I call my podcast Beneath the Maze. The maze is a metaphor of how confusing society is. And I believe society is intentionally confusing because of a lot of malice can happen in a sea of confusion. Confusion is like a smokescreen for corruption. The labyrinth walls are designed to anchor society, prevent growth, prevent upward movement among individuals. In doing this, people in society are more prone to blame the structure of society and gravitate towards messages of radical change. Thus, it is the game of the left to confuse on one end and push radical change on the other, thereby guiding society to power the very people who fool them. This is my grievance with transgender teachers who dress accordingly. If you are transgender and I cannot tell and you are not promoting your beliefs onto others, then so be it. Otherwise, I'm sorry, but I'm out. And quite frankly, I believe you are in violation of the First Amendment. And this is also my problem with the use of different pronouns in social settings. They say it is being respectful and we should just go along with it as a way to show respect. Here lies the fundamental problem with just going along with it in the name of respect. You are dictating your beliefs onto me. You are saying that when I refer to you that I should alter my speech and my beliefs to fit your beliefs. You are saying that I should alter my beliefs that men are men and women are women. I say no because I believe that you are a man and I believe that men cannot change that reality. You may find that disrespectful, but with all due respect, I do not change my beliefs for any reason. And in turn, I believe that it is disrespectful to me for you to dictate your beliefs onto me in this manner. You know what? I'm going to raise the stakes. You say I have to use your pronouns. Well, in order to speak to me, I need you to say God is amazing, sing amazing grace, and do 10 push-ups. If you do not do these things when you refer to me, then you are being disrespectful to me. Why won't you comply? You must hate me. You must have a phobia. In fact, if you don't do these things, you are committing acts of violence against me, and you should be prosecuted. What did we learn here? Well, not everyone believes what you believe. And this pronoun nonsense is an elaborate attempt to spread the beliefs of those who have it onto others with threats of violence and an appeal to respectfulness. Actively and consistently reaffirm my beliefs while interacting with me, regardless of what your beliefs are. Your beliefs are irrelevant. Only my beliefs matter. Bend the knee to my beliefs when referring to me. Bend the knee to them or society will crush you. That's the underlying message. Sorry, I bend the knee to no one of this earth. No beliefs other than my beliefs. 
If that offends you, well, I think it's your problem, not my problem. I also think if you need your beliefs to be affirmed by those around you, then you must not have very strong beliefs. Boom. We just hit bedrock. And there lies another reality when you dig beneath the surface. Their beliefs are not strong. If they were, then it wouldn't need affirmation. It is an insult to your own beliefs to require affirmation of others to carry on in said beliefs. I don't need affirmation of my beliefs to believe them. If someone sees me wearing a cross and says, God doesn't exist, then I'll brush them off my shoulder like a crumb because I know they're wrong. Then I'll go about my day. But you see, the transgender movement was never strong enough without a push. The belief that men can be women and women can be men was never strong enough without a push. So they came up with this pronoun nonsense and demonized anyone who didn't comply. Strong move on the political chessboard. I have to use your preferred pronouns to be respectful? So it is a sign of respect to affirm the beliefs of the person you are speaking with. We are calling that respect now. That is under the respect umbrella. Affirming the beliefs of another person is hereby deemed respectfulness. And more importantly, not doing so, not affirming the beliefs of others, is an act of violence. If these are the new rules in society, then we just entered fantasy land. Or if anyone does not affirm the craziest, most insane beliefs of another person while interacting with them, you are now an enemy of the state. This is socialist utopia. Welcome to the club where everything makes sense when nothing makes sense. Or to bring George Orwell back into this. This is the constant present in which the party is always right. Don't challenge anything, just shut up and listen. Or Tocqueville's quote, The supreme power covers the surface of society with a network of small, complicated rules. The will of man is not shattered, but softened, bent, and guided. Such a power does not destroy, but prevents existence. Does not tyrannize, but compresses and stupefies a people. That's exactly what's going on here, beneath the maze, behind the curtain of society. The elaborate scheme to dumb the people as a means to control, to fool the people, presses forward. These small, complicated rules compress society. Affirm delusion or be shamed. Affirm something you do not believe or you are an enemy. So now, what that does is it gets the non-confrontational people on the side of delusion, slowly and systematically. The transgender person might say, well, I legally changed my name. Fine, then I'll use your legal name perhaps. But that does not mean that I'll call you Miss or She or Z or whatever you prefer. I will not alter my knowledge of the English language or my beliefs that men should be called he and Mr. and women should be called she and Miss or Mrs. You may call that disrespect, but I call it what I truly believe. And I do not apologize for my beliefs. I walk firmly in my faith down the straight and narrow path. 
by now the transgender person is very angry. And it is not my intent to hurt or anger anyone. In fact, I love everyone, including those who are transgender. That does not mean that I will stand idly by when the beliefs of others are transposed onto my children and other children in my community. I'm just practicing my beliefs by walking firmly in my faith. But the transgender person will likely say, well, what if you can't tell that the dude dressed as a woman is in fact a dude? Well, then you've successfully fooled me. And that's really all I have to say about that. People can be fooled. I can be fooled. But if I know you're a dude wearing a dress, then you're a mister, not a miss or missus. Because that's how English works. And I don't believe men and women are capable of altering reality, altering biology. Feel free to believe otherwise. You may say, well, this is hateful. And that, of course, is your opinion. Many on the left today call out hate speech for simply opposing their viewpoint. And I just don't go along with it. You can call whatever I say hate, but I call it faith. And that's all I have to say. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week.